1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. If you've forgotten the difference between watching a movie and experiencing one, you need to visit Marcus Theaters. Start by visiting MarcusTheaters.com. Football season just keeps rolling on. With or without the Packers, we keep talking about it. Good morning, Santana. How are you? Good morning, fellas. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Uh, okay. I mean, watching football is uh exercise in impartiality right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I get it. I get it. You know, when we when we don't have the proverbial horse in the race, it's kind of tough who you're looking at, who you're cheering for, all that kind of stuff. I cheer for a great finish and we really didn't have any of those this weekend unfortunately those games are pretty much decided in early in the fourth quarter midway through the fourth quarter but no last possession sort of thing all weekend long yeah that's pretty true you know as i'm watching it of course i'm I'm looking at playoff teams and super bowl caliber teams those games we love to glorify and talk about these uh quarterback positions and what they make and what they bring to the table. And there's some great ones out there. But as I'm watching these games, the Philadelphia's, the San Francisco's, um, you know, the, even the Cincinnati's, these games are won in the trenches. You know, you're looking at the offense, the better offensive and defensive line and lines in the NFL. And these, if you dominate the trenches, you're typically going to win your share of games. And that's what I'm seeing in these playoff games. Well, you said, yeah, we don't have a horse in the race. So how do you decide who you're going to root for when you're watching these games? You know, I I typically go with the guys that I've played with or I know, and most of those guys are on the sideline coaching. So even last night I'm torn watching the Dallas Cowboy game because, of course, I'm a Mike McCarthy fan because he was on the staff while I was in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And then Rob Davis, who's also on the staff, he was uh, one of my teammates while I was in Green Bay. So you're pulling for them. But then it's the same thing as San Fran. So um, because Johnny Holland, I don't know if you guys remember that name, he was a, uh awesome linebacker back in the early 90s, I believe, late 80s, early 90s with Green Bay. And he also was a assistant coach when I was in Green Bay. I so, can't tell you what you number Johnny Holland – I can't tell you what number Johnny wore, but I – Absolutely remember Johnny Holland, yeah. Yeah, I know. You know, he's a te- – first of all, I've not met a better guy, and I've met some great people, but Johnny Holland is just one of those guys you come across in your lifetime like, that is just a genuinely great, good dude. That is really yeah, high like- praise from a guy like you because you know us. <laughs> <laughs> see, see right there. See that there. That there is what I'm talking about. And I would hope that when you're talking to Johnny Holland, you say, I know Bob and Brian, and those are those are two great guys. You'd be hard-pressed to find better guys than Bob and Brian, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Actually, the last time we were together, Johnny said just about that thing, and my response was, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> Proving Johnny yeah, is a great right. guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, so Johnny, is he just a good dude? I mean, just a decent person? Why, why, why do you like him so much? I mean, he's a genuine – he's one of those guys, great-spirited person, never has a bad day, um, in an awesome mood. And, you know, he always starts a conversation like, how can I help you? How can I assist you in getting things you need done today done, you know? 
Oh, one of those guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's and, you know, like gr- growing up, he's probably like four or five years my senior. So while I was in high school, he was one of my first hosts. He went to Texas A&M here in Texas. And, you know, when you're a kid, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old, you see these guys and you see them playing on Saturdays or Saturday nights in front of 50,000, 60,000 fans, and you're like, ooh, that's Johnny Holland. So, you know, that was, he was one of my first introductions to the college game and the college atmosphere as a host, and he was always awesome. And I came away from my first meeting like, Oh, that's a pretty cool dude. I mean, that's that's the way I would do it if I was able to do it. And that was your first impression of him, and it's only gotten better. And it's only gotten better. You guys were on the uh, Super Bowl team together, Super Bowl thirty-one. Yeah, he was a, a. I don't know if he was a GA or assistant coach at that time. I feel like he was just. He might have been a brand new assistant coach and coach, and had just got that job um, in uh, Green Bay in '96. So do you feel better for Johnny having gotten the win, or do you feel bad for Mike and your buddies in Dallas who didn't get the win? How does that, uh, you know? Cause yeah, that- I know. You know, we don't we don't like San Fran. We sure don't like Dallas, right? But I feel better for San Fran um, because I felt like Dallas was a little bit early, and it showed last night in the game. Like, I feel like they're one wide receiver short. Um, but they were in the game, you know, one score late. Um but yeah, I feel better for Johnny. Um, you must have been rooting for the Jags then, because you and Doug Peterson spent time in Green Bay together. Exactly right. So you end yeah. up torn again because yeah. Andy was in Green Bay, yep. Doug Peterson was in Green Bay as a teammate. So I'm definitely pulling for Jacksonville just to show well, you know. And I think they did that. You know, they were a sprained ankle away from really uh, turning the NFL world up on its up on its uh, proverbial shoulders. How long will it be before Trevor Lawrence and uh, uh, Doug Peterson win a Super Bowl? Wow, that is a great question. You know, I think they're going to be in the discussion. Um, they've got some, you know, they've got some additions they need, but, you know, Doug Peterson, the fact that he's a um, Super Bowl caliber coach, I'm going to give three to four years. And that's a big statement because, you know, Kansas City, Cincinnati, you look at the AFC, and they've got hella quarterbacks and hella coaches. So it's going to be a fight over there at AFC for years to come, probably the next five to eight years for sure. Tony Roman was going on about that last night, how in the AFC you definitely had uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, uh, the uh, Bengals and Bills quarterbacks. Uh, for the next 10 years, are going to be, you know, great games and great championships. And I I think they left Trevor Lawrence out of the discussion, but I think those four quarterbacks in the NFC yesterday, they might be they might be the whole story for a while. If I could vote for Coach yeah. of the Year Santana, I would give it to Doug Peterson because he took over a dumpster fire, a team that was the worst team in the league two years in a row, and he took that team over. He had to undo all the Urban Meyer crap that happened out in Jacksonville, <laughs> and he got them in the playoffs, and they won a playoff game, and they were in the game on Saturday night. You are exactly right. You know, you look at that thing, and you're like, okay, I don't have a job, and I've got one in 32 chances to get a job, and I know the job I don't want. It probably wouldn't be that Jacksonville job coming away from last year, you know, but... <laughs> 
to get that team yeah, turned around one, and get that place great the second half of the season. One and fifteen and three and fourteen. Doug Peterson is right up there with Ann Sullivan as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> they, He's the miracle worker. Climbed up to yeah. nine and eight. Nine yeah. and eight. That record sound familiar. Yeah. And they are playing in a championship. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, you talk to him, I mean you the fact that he played a positional quarterback, the pa- fact that he was with Andy Reid, who seems to be a quarterback whisperer, um, I think he was very excited about stepping in that and working with Trevor Lawrence. And you can see the the potential, not even the potential, but you can see the turnaround in Trevor Lawrence in less than a season. Yeah, that catch, he's, he's really good. Did the best teams win this weekend? Yeah, I believe so. You okay. know, I've gone going back to my earlier statement. I think you know the defenses and the offensive lines end up getting you to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, and that's what happened this past weekend. Um, the only thing I think going back to the last game last night would have been the Dallas San Fran game. My expectation, especially when Pollard goes out of the game, that's their top running back besides Ezekiel with an ankle, was we to see we see Dak scramble a lot more and that really hurts when out of system plays hurt number one defenses are great defenses and that's what san francisco has so i expected the second half to see Dak move around a lot more and that didn't happen so um with that being said i think the better defenses and offensive lines won won the games this past weekend running out of time here who are your picks for next weekend in the championship who's going to the super bowl You've got uh, you got the first game. It's the NFC. It's San Francisco uh, at uh, at Philadelphia. Who's going to win that game? I'm going to go with Philadelphia because uh, because they've got the most dominant defensive line in that game, and that's a big statement going against San Fran. Okay, but they've played outstanding all year, and it's almost a team nobody wants to talk about. How's Brock Purdy make it along so well for so long? I mean, why didn't someone else draft him if he's this good? Yeah, I think, you know, they've got three outstanding running backs. And, you know, we, we keep – or I keep talking about their defense. They've been number one from the Ruta to the Tudor this year in the NFL season. So, if he could step into anything – and, again, he's got a coach that just says, you know, just hold on, wait, don't be too aggressive. If you watch the throws – He's making they're more they're eight yards, ten yards out, and crossing patterns. So he's not attacking defenses to the outside, but you got to be able to control their line of scrimmage and dominate the uh, and keep them get them into third and long, second and long situations, and that's not happening. All right, let's jump over to the AFC. Um, you have the Chiefs who have a banged up Mahomes now. They're home. Um, but they've got to take on the Bengals. And the Chiefs have been in the championship game five years in a row in the AFC. Yeah, yeah. It is hard to go against uh, a Chiefs team playing at home. But a Chiefs team playing at home with the limping Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I feel like Cincinnati is a team nobody has talked about. And I think uh, most media and fans wanted them to go away. They were in the Super Bowl last year. And they've been playing all year with the proverbial chip on their shoulder to show folks that it's not a fluke. So if KC is really limping into that game, I'm going to have to go with Cincinnati this weekend. And the Bengals have beaten them the last three times they played in Kansas City. 
the last three times in Kansas City. So they're not concerned about going on the road and winning in Arrowhead. <laughs> Joe Burrow's got to be going, what do you got to do to get some respect in this league? They beat all these teams. And Rodney Dangerfield at the NFL is like, no respect. <laughs> but way better looking. He's got that Superman hair. Yeah. Never he get tried from- out a central casting. He looks. Uh, you know the chicks are digging that. He looks almost uninterested in the game when he's on the bench. You know what I mean? He really does. He really does, right? Just like, yeah, well, let me know when it's time to go back in. He's just not, I don't know. He is a not an excitable boy, I'll say that. <laughs> Nothing seems to bother him. So, all right. So you like the Eagles and you like the Bengals in the Super Bowl. We'll see if you're right next Eagles week. Eagles and Bengals, babe. We'll see if you're right next Monday. All right, Santana? All right, fellas. Y'all have a great week. All right. Talk to you then.